You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that wants to know what kind of fruit is on your island. I'm Cody, <laughs> and I have apples. I'm Sam, and I have peaches. I'm Josh, and I have cherries. Samantha and I have pears. We all yeah. different. We're. I think we might all be different. How did that happen? I don't know. Holy crap! Wow. <laughs> I think we have like the perfect mix. So hey, thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you. Uh, a whole mess of check them outs this week and some news. But first, let's talk about the things we've been checking out. So uh, who <laughs> wants to start? quarantine cast yeah we're all calling in from our own hermetically sealed bunkers uh, deep (laughs) we are beneath the earth's surface yeah i'm on my secret moon base personally (laughs) so yeah um do we all want to start talking about uh animal crossing that seems to be kind of the one big one of the big ones for the week i mean i mean one of us everyone is playing yeah one of us is playing it right now (laughs) (laughs) but which one is it you'll never know (laughs) but uh yeah so uh animal crossing new horizons came out a week ago uh this past friday and it is phenomenal um i've been having a massive amount of fun with it what about you guys i think it's my favorite one they've done honestly yeah i agree like there there's so much going on and like i was worried about the crafting that it would just be like a pain but I think it just gives it a little more depth that makes it that much more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, yeah, It definitely gives it some more oomph, some actual gameplay to it. Yeah. A little more to do in the downtime between waiting for your buildings to build and people to show up, that sort of thing. I've been enjoying that. I've been enjoying the randomly generated separate islands you can go to. I like those yeah. a lot. We should probably explain what the game is. Yeah, We, we probably should. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's a weird communication life sim style game where you move into a deserted island and uh, fish and catch bugs and plant flowers and talk to animal friends. And start which building sounds, infrastructure. sounds incredibly dumb, but it's yeah. not. <laughs> it's not. It's a lot of fun. And like I mentioned, there's you're building a lot of infrastructure because every couple of days you get a new building that does a different thing, like a museum for so you can start cataloging all of your bugs and fish and stuff and a shop and all sorts of things. And I think more than anything, it's just very relaxing and Zen. Yeah. Which is what we, if like, you know, the tarantulas show up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised they put something that antagonistic in it. I mean, I like it. I think it's fun and it's funny. Same here. Yeah. But But yeah, those things surprising. They did it. (laughs) Those suckers go right, right towards you. Like the first time, like I was like knocking on trees for wood, and a wasp nest fell out, and I was like, "What? Oh, <laughs> well, this is bad." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you got? Have you passed out from getting stung by wasps yet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. It doesn't punish you, but it feels bad enough that you don't want it to happen. Like, yeah, you don't lose anything. You just kind of get reset back at your house. But like, eh, yeah. But like it happened and then like my face is all puffed up and I went to talk to somebody They're like, oh, God, what happened to your face? What's wrong with <laughs> your face? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, gee, thanks. But then I got the recipe to make medicine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Which require wasp nests. Yes, yes. I wish I would have known because I sold my wasp nest to the stupid Tanuki brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so of the villagers that you have in your town so far, which one's your favorite? Just rapid uh, fire. Renee, like a, a goth horse. <laughs> nice, nice. I Renee. have uh, uh, Marina, a, uh, squid, a squid lady. There's not too many of the oh, squid nice. people. Yeah. I want a squid. I have a chi- like a bird robot named Sprocket. Nice. Nice. But he's one of the jock personalities, so he's always talking about his his sweet gains. I have a <laughs> I have a lion named Bud who has a soul patch and he is constantly <laughs> lifting weights in the town square. Yeah. I got a purple frog girl. Mhm. Was it Diva? Yeah, I got Diva. And you do. And then nice. I got this uh, squirrel guy. Um, he's always saying cardio. <laughs> like, all the time. Like he ends every sentence with cardio. Nice. It's like the yoga instructor from a Gretzko. Protein. Yeah, right. Protein. Protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big buff cat guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've I've been really enjoying the game. I I really like it a lot, and it's and it's a good game that you can pick up for a little bit and then put down and be done for a little bit, and then you know you do some chores, you do some stuff around the house, and then you pick it back up and you play it for another twenty minutes and put it back down. Yeah, because you don't want to do too much on your island, because if you like take away too much, and you'll you'll need something later, and it takes forever for it to grow back. P- pretty much, yeah, yeah. Like I like I read like horror stories of people like clearing all the rocks off their islands and stuff. And like, I, oh, God. I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I did that the first day. I broke all the rocks in the small area you get to start at. Mm-hmm. But luckily, at least one came back later. Well, that's good. How do you break the rocks? Is there like a pickaxe? You eat fruit. Oh, and that makes you stronger, and you can break the rocks. Okay. <laughs> you can also you can shovel full trees out of the ground. So you can move them. Yeah, so you don't have to plant them. You can actually shovel a full fruit tree from somewhere else mm-hmm. and replant it. Hmm. Uh, that's how you move around your um, Bell's tree. Because you guys know how to plant the uh, the tree that grows money, right? Yeah, the, the money tree. Yeah, you put it in the, the glowing the glowing yeah. hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, kept, I kept trying to figure out what that glowing hole was. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, sh- you throw money in it. Oh. <laughs> You throw money down that hole and eventually a tree grows. It like triples what you put in as long as it's like a denomination of 10. So you can mm-hmm. do a thousand or 10,000. Yeah, 10,000 mm. is the highest you can go with it. I, I believe I think that's I think it's where it cap, caps off. At least that's what I read online. I'm not 100 percent sure. I tried the first thing I, I tried to bury a tool in there and see if I would get a golden version of the tool because that used to be how it worked in like the GameCube one. Mm hmm. But that did not happen. Ah. I just found it later when I was looking for fossils. I'm like, what's this? Oh, it's the axe I buried earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I had a thought when I was playing earlier. Mm -hmm. I forgot how much like coal mining town style like Tom Nook does with everything. Oh, here's a special phone I made just for this. If you want something, it's in my town. It's oh, you want to pay back your debt? But you don't have enough money? Well, here's Nook Miles you can build up. Yeah, pay me with my own currency. 
Hey, listen, he offers a loan with zero interest and he tells you you can pay it back whenever you want. That is like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I still think he's he's trapping you in a Jonestown style situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, those announcements every day? Yeah, everybody the has to listen to my announcement. <laughs> I'm making you all move to a tropical location. And uh, only one person can leave, and when they leave, it's to go find other people to move in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cult simulator. That, that That's it, yeah. Well, to see people talk about the game online, you, you would think it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, yeah, people have been going nuts over the thing. And I mean, pretty good reason why, but... Yeah, uh, I, I love seeing the stuff other people make in it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah same the, here. The customizable stuff. yeah. Which I've been having a lot of fun with the the pattern designer, too. I have, too. Yeah. I've come up with a ton of shirts, and uh, I customized my Nook phone the other day. I got the thing to do that, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. It's a, it's a little finicky, but I was able to make one that had, uh, it looked like a Power Ranger shirt. With, nice. With, yeah, red with the white diamonds on the front. So, hey, I got to stay on brand a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do one that looks like an NES controller. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I can go ahead and do another check them out uh, real quick. Uh, we've spent 15 minutes on on Animal Crossing, and so we should probably move on to at least something else. <laughs> it's probably um, more than anybody wants to hear us talk about <laughs> Animal Crossing, to be honest. <laughs> and I'm sure this isn't the last time we're going to visit the the islands full of animals but uh but no the other thing i've been checking major thing i've been checking out is um so i've talked about bad movie night on here a lot over the past couple of years it's a it used to be a monthly or at one point bi-monthly uh video series at studio 35 in columbus where you'd go and uh this guy edited down terrible sci-fi and horror and action movies into hour and a half chunks with a bunch of extra clips and goofy stuff and like explosions and all sorts of fun, cool stuff in them. And this is going to be their last year. They decided that 10 years, they've been doing it for 10 years and they decided that this was going to be it. And uh, because of things going on, the uh, bad movie night for April has been canceled. However, they have started putting them online. And so I've been going back and rewatching a bunch of old uh, bad movie nights. Like it's the whole episode. It's like the whole production. Wow. Beginning to how, end. how are they legally doing that? Uh, well, Probably they're all, not that. <laughs> well, mm, all I know is that I am downloading them from the Google drive. They've been putting them up into as quickly as possible. Yeah. Just in case. Grab those then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've so uh, they have nine of them up right now. Uh, so I've watched a couple of them. Uh, I watched Star. What was it called? Star Slammer about a women's prison in space. I remember that one. Yeah, that one where the uh, the jailer got her hand cut off and it was attached to a chain like a, a handcuff with a chain and the inmate starts swinging the hand around. Like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. So watch that one. I watched uh, a bad sci-fi, another bad sci-fi movie called Rotor about a robot cop that goes crazy in downtown Austin, Texas. <laughs> Maniac Robocop. Kind of. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes, the hero of the movie is this guy who looks like he is just has chronic back problems. 
and the character's <laughs> name is Barrett Cold Iron. <laughs> <That's> so rad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And like at one point he calls in his he had been working remotely with another scientist to develop the Rotor robot. And uh, he calls uh, the other scientist in and, you know, she shows up. She looks like and this movie was made back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. She shows up. She looks like a uh, like a school teacher, like a real big, poofy, you, you know, full, full length dress. Kind of a weird haircut. Looks like she had a, a, a perm mullet with a skunk stripe down the middle. <laughs> and and Barrett Cold Iron is explaining how, you know, Rotor, he's been going crazy. And it kind of pans off to the side and he gives this long soliloquy and by the time he's done it pans back over to the scientist the other scientist and she is wearing army fatigues and like a a a wife beater and is like friggin jacked like (laughs) she just goes let's go get him (laughs) and that's not part of the the goose that's just part of the movie (laughs) <laughs> on top of everything else, but uh, but no, they've they've uh, been putting out a, a whole bunch of those, and it's been a lot of fun going back and not only laughing at the bad, terrible movies, but it is sparking old memories of going to Studio Thirty Five with folks and seeing these in the theater because I I remember the the nights that we went to see those down there, <laughs> the late late nights, <laughs> those yeah, super late oh nights, God. yeah. It, it is, I'll be honest, it does take a little bit of the punch out of watching it when you're not in a rowdy, half-drunk crowd at 1 a.m., but... Oh, yeah, that, that always made it fun. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm definitely going to hang on to these, and if we ever do movie nights here, you know, I'm going to f- throw one of those in because, man, they are they are just phenomenal. Do you remember Atlantic Rim? I do remember Atlantic yes. Rim. That one was <laughs> oof, oof. That one, that one was bad. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah. I love the fact that it became a mystery science theater movie. It did, yeah. Yeah, and then we're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's part of the last uh, Netflix season. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't wait until they put. Um, I remember the first one we went to when they we started going down to there. Was it a hologram man about the the guy with dreads who turned himself into a hologram yes. to do crimes? Yeah, that was the first one we went to. Yeah, uh, they haven't put that one online yet, but I can't wait to revisit that. That one's going to be a good one for sure. I want Dr. Alien. Yes, Dr. Alien. Yes, that that might be my favorite one. It's that got one the was song. A, the, the that song was. Uh, in the intro to one of the other movies. So uh, that's on there right now. So <laughs> I sat and listened to killer machine. <laughs> that's right. That's what it was called. Killer machine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rotten. Just totally rotten. <laughs> but uh, yeah, can't wait. Yeah. So th- and they'll probably end up on there sooner or later. They've been putting them up at about once every couple of days. They've been putting a new one on there. So it's uh, it's been fun. It's been a l- really good time with it. Monster high was also a good one. That was legitimately funny. Yeah. Monster High was like good. The, the movie itself. <laughs> was it Monster High or was it Slaughter High? Because I remember Slaughter High with Marty, the uh, the class geek that uh, everybody comes back for a class reunion in the abandoned school building. No, Did you Monster guys go to that High one? Monster High is the one that ends, that ends with a basketball game against 
students and the monsters in the high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yep, okay, yes, I remember that one. It just goes completely <laughs> off the rails toward the end. Like, maybe, like, at the beginning, they were trying to make a actual, like, a slashery 80s horror movie, but it just gets so stupid and funny, <laughs> and the movie itself leans into it about halfway through. It's like the director gave up halfway through and is like, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun going back and watching a lot of those old ones. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see more. There was another one. I just remembered it was um, Dead Heat with Joe Piscopo and Treat Williams. About <laughs> Yeah. And it was about a, uh, a pair of cops and Treat Williams was like the straight laced cop. And Joe Piscopo was the dumb. It was the dumb one. And Treat Williams dies, but somehow gets turned into a zombie. And like when he gets brought back to life, he looks just like a normal person. But as the movie goes on, he is slowly decomposing. So like my boyfriend's back? Kind of, but it's also a cop thing. And um, Vincent Price is in it. Nice. Yeah. And I remember that one being really good at one point. Uh, Treat Williams drives an ambulance into another car and they both explode and then he just walks out and is just charred from head to head to toe from like for like the last 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh, and this means we might get Skyscraper at some point. Oh, man, Skyscraper. skyscraper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one, too. So many a good Cinemax ones. Max classic. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, the uh, who, the, who, the Fantastic Four. That was the Anna Nicole. Oh, yeah, Anna, Anna Nicole, Nicole Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. It was just Die Hard. It was Anna yeah. Nicole Smith is Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> which is as ridiculous as it sounds. <laughs> Were you guys there for the Christmas one where the guy who was vaguely an android? Decided he wanted to take over a nuclear launch site on Christmas Eve oh, or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, familiar. he was like yeah. kind of like a Terminator or something. Yeah, kind of like that. I remember. Yeah, I remember that one. There's like yeah. a guy. There's like a normal guy and a woman and a kid or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That, what was that called? I don't. Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, I remember that one. It was really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Have they just linked all these on their Facebook page? Um, yeah. So what you do is you go on to their, uh, their Facebook page and you go to their, uh, the event for the April bad movie night. And in the discussion and like the comments for that, they put up a thing that said, Oh, Hey, by the way, this isn't, this is probably not going to happen, but we have been putting them online and there's the link to the, uh, Google drive. So you kind of have to search for it, but they're all up there. Yeah, that's the first thing I'm going to do when we are done with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, hard ticket to Hawaii. Did you guys see? Were you there for that one? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah. It's the, the dumb action movie in Hawaii where at the very end, um, there was a there's a subplot with a weird snake on the island and it <laughs> pops up out of a toilet and a guy busts through a wall on a motorcycle and blows it up with a bazooka. Ladies call him King Snake. <laughs> <laughs> so Doom also came out same Doom. time as Animal Crossing. Yeah, and tell me, tell I've me about it. Doom in the hell out of it. Yeah, this is Doom what Eternal, up? right? Yes, Doom Eternal. 
Okay, cool. Sequel to the previous Doom. Yeah, Doom 2016. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how's Doom? Um, it's fantastic. It's it's more pretty much more of the same, but mm-hmm. more of it. Cool. So it plays very similar to Doom 2016, but they've they've added all kinds of bells and whistles on top. There's a surprising amount of platforming. Oh, really? Uh, which I'm kind of into. Like I like platforming, so I like it. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty divisive. A lot of people don't because it's Doom, and it's, that's not traditionally something you do in a Doom game. But I think it breaks up the fights pretty well, and you can like climb walls and jump off walls and air dash. Like it's kind of reminiscent of uh, Metroid Prime. Oh, cool, cool. Mobility wise, and I, I think it's it's good. If anything. The only negative I can think of is that sometimes it's just almost too much. Mm, mm-hmm. Like you're you're juggling a lot of things at once. You have you can't carry a whole lot of ammo from the beginning, um, and you're constantly like, "Well, I should use my chainsaw now because I get ammo pickups when I use the chainsaw. Do I have enough chainsaw? Yes, I have energy for the chainsaw." <laughs> like, uh, or okay. There, there's a a shoulder mounted flamethrower that you get, and when you light people on fire with that, then they drop armor mm. that you can use to to get hurt less and it's like a constant juggling act of like do i need armor do i need health because when you do like the glory kill uh fatalities on the bad guys that makes them drop health so oh, you're constantly okay. juggling during combat all these different resources at once oh wow and it gets ju- it's just super intense but fun mm-hmm. and there's so many callbacks to like every game id software has ever made so if, if you like doom or wolfenstein or even commander keen you're gonna find like 300 throwbacks to all that oh excellent i heard you could play uh all of doom and doom 2 like the original in this yeah you can you can unlock uh doom and doom 2 in the my favorite thing i think in the game so far is he has a little bedroom on his spaceship he's got like this space cathedral flying space cathedral that he lives in mm-hmm. and you can go into his little living quarters and he's got all kinds of dumb stuff in there there's like comic books all over the floor <laughs> and like guitar like ridiculously metal looking guitars on the wall nice um i forget what i was what point i was gonna make with this doom and doom 2 yeah oh yeah he's got an old dos pc on his desk oh wow and if you collect all the uh, floppy disks throughout the game, you can play. You can install uh, Doom One on it, and then if you find out the password to the computer, you can uh, play Doom Two. That's excellent. That's which the pa- the password itself is a throwback to the Doom novels. Oh, really? Came out back in the nineties. Oh, wow. Jeez. It, it goes. It goes deep. Really? Wow. What about his rabbit? His pet rabbit. Is that in there? Uh, there is an oil painting of him holding the rabbit on the wall of his bedroom. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and there's an, there's an empty rabbit cage next to his desk, too. Aww. Aww. <laughs> and he's got, there's a folder on the desktop of his main computer, which is like this insane three flat screen mo- uh, machine like three display machine. He's got like a ridiculous gamer rig in there, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a folder on his desktop that just says Daisy picks, <laughs> which that's the name of his rabbit. Yeah. Oh, that's great. There's like four or five references to the dope fish from commander Keen. 
Oh, really? Oh, wow. That that green buck tooth fish that shows up in a ton of other games. This is that you can find it in th- like three different times in one level. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chainsaw has a picture of him on it. <laughs> wow, it's that's, so full of references. That's excellent. Yeah, you can find vinyl records of music from from the original Doom games and from like Wolfenstein and Commander Keen. Oh wow, really? Yeah. It's it's just really cool, and it's it's worth the the price of admission. Definitely, there's just so much content and stuff. Yeah, sounds like it. Jeez, how far are you uh, into it? Pretty far. I mean, I don't know how long it is, but I've I've put at least maybe fifteen to twenty hours in it at this point. Wow. All right. Excellent. Hey, speaking of like that movie with the cyborg or whatever. Yeah. Was it Project Shadow Chaser? It is Pro- Project Shadow Chaser. Yes, that's the one. That's got a it. great name. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good name. Yeah, the dude's got like white, like stark white hair. And really light eyes like he's wearing contacts or something. And he hates yeah. Christmas. He just hates it so much. <laughs> yeah, I just spent this entire time while you guys were talking about it trying to find this stupid movie. <laughs> because uh. I couldn't. I, c- I just couldn't I couldn't let it go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're doing S- the important work, I tell you. Six terrorists and an invincible android take the president's daughter hostage in a high-rise hospital of the future. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Super good. Uh, yeah. Yep, I did, yep, that's it. <laughs> cool. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about some more stuff. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash nerd overload now. I don't need 
That was Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. And uh, there's a reason why we played that, because there's usually a reason behind the music we choose. Yeah. Um, Josh, tell us about it. Well, I guess we just couldn't let it go. Oh, (laughs) you got it. You win. You win the episode. But I guess part of the whole thing with, you know, quarantine and nobody going anywhere and everything, Disney has been releasing stuff super early on their Disney Plus app. Which is pretty cool of them it is really cool yeah. of them yeah uh so i watched frozen 2 like three months before it came out on blu-ray <laughs> excellent <laughs> i still uh, have not seen it same here haven't haven't watched it yet um as far as movies go it's pretty good good um it's definitely more compelling than the last movie and uh it basically kind of goes into like almost like some like history of their kingdom or whatever oh cool like what happened and like what happened to their parents and all kinds of other stuff. Huh. And Interesting. That's what was missing in the first one was any sort of depth. <laughs> oh, and the pseudo origin of Elsa's powers. Oh, cool. Interesting. Are there other people with powers like for the different seasons or something? Um, sort of, but they're but they're they're not people. Oh, they're not. They're like they're like like they're kind of like spirits or Oh. or something. So it's like some deep lore. Oh, yeah. Like, at one point, I'm like, this is the fifth element. <laughs> oh, excellent. But yeah, there's like a little fire guy and wind and earth and water and, you know, stuff like that. Who and has the power of heart? Yeah. <laughs> go yeah, it's planet. a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, the more I, go, I think about Frozen 1, I'm like, 
that movie really did just ride on the the one good song. Oh yeah, but it's kind of funny. There's like a really super meta part where like because uh, there's this whole thing where Olaf and I, God, I hate Olaf so much. Oh yeah, everybody hates man. Olaf so much. But he like keeps talking throughout the whole movie about how he has this theory that water holds memories, and he's kind of right. <laughs> oh, and uh, like Elsa kind of like freezes like water in the air or something and it creates scenes or whatever huh kinda interesting like, kind of like taps the past or whatever and uh one of the t- one of the things is she's going through this room and uh it's all these highlight moments of like the first frozen movie <laughs> and at one point where it has like a version of her singing let it go and she's just, as she's walking by it she just kind of looks at it and goes huh <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, good. They're acknowledging they even hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's cool. It's uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check that one out. That's uh, yeah. It's it's a pretty good movie. And then, but though I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, man, Elsa didn't learn anything. She's still selfish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sequel syndrome where any lessons that were learned in the previous movie are, are weirdly forgotten. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes and no. I guess. Kristoff has some pretty good moments and whatnot, and uh, and then there's like a couple new characters and stuff. But it, no, all in all, it's a good movie. Cool. Though I'm sad I have to wait for till April 3rd to watch Onward. Yeah, I'm glad they're they're putting it on Disney Plus. Yeah, same here. I mean, it's available for digital download right now. Like I could go on my PlayStation and rent it if I really wanted to. A lot right. of those those early release movies they're putting out, they're jacking up the price way too high. Yeah, that is kind of the the catch with this one. Yeah, because I mean that is a direction the industry has been kind of slowly pushing anyway. Oh the, yeah, to go to like to go bypass the theater at all and just watch it at home. Yeah, which I have some opinions on that. That like you know it's I like the idea of being able to sit at home for one, but also going to see a movie in the theater is kind of a communal kind of thing. And you lose yeah, a little I like bit of that. The, I like the theater experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I agree that they're. It's, that a, it's a they're ritual. S- <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I agree they're setting the uh, price for the uh, um, watch on demand way too high. Like it's what, 20 bucks or something? Yeah. That's good. I looked into uh, Trolls too because I'm like, oh, maybe I can watch that for cheap and uh, see where the McElroys are in it. But then I saw it was twenty dollars. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I had a similar thought with Bloodshot or Bloodspot. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I am not spending twenty dollars to watch a Vin Diesel movie, especially this without the street the, sharks. This coming from the dude who, quote unquote, oops, bought all of the Fast and the Furious movies last night. Did I say bought? <laughs> I said no. I said downloaded. There's a difference. Okay. 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 <laughs> Oh, I should mention that's something that I'll have as a check them out next week. I I have all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all of the Fast and the Furious Cinematic Universe set up and ready to binge. Did you know that the Marvel Cinematic Universe back to back without any stops is two days and two hours long? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To change it up, you should do one Marvel, one fast, one Marvel, one fast. <laughs> well, at, at one point, <laughs> I believe the the types of movie will kind of congeal because 
the, the fast movies stop being about cars after the fifth one, the fourth or fifth one, I think. They, then they just turn into generic action movies. They become action movies <laughs> around the point that The Rock and Charlize Theron show up. I mean, Tokyo Drift has a Hulk car. The, but it's about family. It is about family. <laughs> yeah. When you're here, you're family. Fast <laughs> <laughs> the Furious is the ponder. Fast and the Furious is the Olive Garden of movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, so what's the so who's the salad and who's the breadsticks? Well, Vin Diesel is most resembles a breadstick, so I would say he is probably <laughs> the breadstick. I guess Michelle Rodriguez would be the salad then. Yeah. <laughs> would that make Paul Walker the soup? I, I guess because he's kind who's of a drip. The big, the big meatball. <laughs> A burnt one. <laughs> it's the rock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does anyone else have any uh, more checkums before we get into the news segment of the show? Nothing pressing. Uh, we watched that that show about about which the witch military. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a freeform show about or um, it's on that network freeform. Mm-hmm. about like an alternate history United States where they made a deal with witches in Salem times to protect the the United States in times of war with witch powers. Oh, interesting. And it is a lot. Like they are they really pile on a lot of stuff in that first we've only there's only one episode. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe not enough to talk in depth about Mm-hmm. Uh, but they pile in like a lot of like weird backstory and stuff like within this first episode like they're asking a lot of their audience for their show that is actually it's kind of dumb <laughs> <laughs> like it's got a lot of great world building and backstory but like the acting's not very good mm. and the dialogue is even worse oh man uh, but the concept is so interesting that I'll definitely watch, you know, more than just the first one. But yeah, that's a pretty high concept kind of show. Yeah, it's on Hulu. So if oh, that okay. piques ah. your interest, that's where it's at. Oh, yeah. Might have to check I'm that sure out. We'll uh, report back after more episodes <laughs> have come out. Yeah, sounds good. What's it called? Motherland Fort Salem. Oh, Okay. Ah. All right, yeah, I will. It's uh, like witches with a weird military bent to it, which which I don't know how much I care for that yeah. particular aspect, but it's interesting. Yeah, they're in like witch boot camp. Yeah, definitely <laughs> unique. I would say. I mean, sometimes I like weird, like alternate history kind of stuff. Like I really wanted to watch the Man in the High Castle. Yeah, I wanted to watch bad. that too. I never got around to it. But I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I've read about about a fourth of the book. <laughs> it was fine, but I can never finish books for some reason. So let's see the news. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into some news. Uh, okay, so the big news this week, Nintendo dropped a mini Nintendo Direct out of nowhere on uh, Thursday. So we're just going to go through real quick and talk about some of the I highlights. I don't know why they called it mini, because it was a half hour. It was a half hour long, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just 
trying to temper your expectations by saying mini at the beginning, I guess. Maybe yeah. it was mini because they didn't have uh, Sakurai and what's-his-face in it. Yeah. And I mean, a Whoever lot of the, the things... President or... Yeah. Bow- well, like... Bowser never shows up in these things. He, he does. Doug Bowser. <laughs> yeah. The president of Nintendo. <laughs> yes. Nintendo America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo of America. Yeah. I, I can never remember who the president of the of the Japanese side is anymore. I don't Ever. yeah. They've switched it up like twice, I think, in the past five years. Yeah. Oh, since a water passed. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that real old guy there for a while. Yeah, he looked like if you looked up like a stereotypical picture of a Japanese businessman that was on him. Google image search, that was what he looked like. Yeah. Maybe this was called a Nintendo Direct Mini because a lot of, like, the majority of the things in it were games that were previously announced and they were just showing more information about them. That's true. There wasn't really a whole lot of new stuff in this. But uh, let's go ahead and take it from the top. Um, Tell me about the Xenoblade remaster. Uh, Yeah, they're remastering the first Xenoblade Chronicles game, Xenoblade Chronicles. (laughs) Uh, it looks better. They uh, updated the UI a little bit, and it adds a new chapter to the end. Yeah. So you get to spend more time with your boy Shulk. That was originally on the Wii U, correct? No, it was the Wii. Oh, it was a regular Wii, Wii title. Yeah, it okay, was a regular Wii game. Gotcha. Okay, cool. But yeah, it and looks really good. One of the the few uh, 3DS games that only works on the the 3DS XL or whatever. Oh yeah, right, right. But uh, yeah, this this uh, Redux looks good. I I yeah, like it. Um, I spent a lot of time with Xenoblade Chronicles two. I never mm-hmm. finished it, but it was fun. And this one is will probably be better because a lot of the weird mechanics that are in Xenoblade two are not in this one. Oh, that's good. Like having like that weird gotcha system where you you gotcha weapon waifus. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This trailer did not make it look as though you dated your sword. No, you do not do that in the first okay, one. Okay, <laughs> good. Good. This one is is strictly JRPG stuff. Okay, because that always kind of skeeved me out a little bit from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is a little skeevy. Uh, yeah. This one, not so much. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that they remaster uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, the one that was on Wii U. Mm-hmm. That had the giant mechs in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that you have to play the game for like 50 hours before they give you a giant mech license. <laughs> it, it got an unfair shake like every game that came out on the Wii U did. Yeah. But, you know, they're slowly going through and every Wii U exclusive is being ported over to the Switch. So eventually, more than likely, yeah. it'll show up. The only thing we're missing is like Mario 3D Land at this point. And it's probably coming. World. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's a great game. I, I hope they do remaster that. Oh, yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so the next thing we have here on the list, um, they teased very briefly the next Smash Brothers DLC character, and it is someone from the fighting game ARMS about the spring-armed fighter people. That was a, a launch title for the Switch. For the Switch. Yeah, which I feel like this is a long time coming. Um, And ARMS is a cool game. It deserves the representation. ARMS is a cool game. It kind of got a a poor shake because 
Nintendo was kind of hoping it would become the fighting game version of Splatoon, but then they released Splatoon like a month after ARMS released, and everybody Not jumped even. on Splatoon 2. Not even. Yeah. <laughs> and so ARMS kind of got... Uh, kind of got let down a little bit from that. Uh, what character and do you I think don't, it's going to be? I don't think it was deep enough either. It wasn't yeah. as deep as people wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to go wild here and say it's going to be all of them or a good number of them as really? alternate skins, like yeah. the Koopalings and Bowser Jr. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Uh, that'd be good. Um, I am not 100% sure if it's going to be the main character, Springman. Because he is already a um, assist trophy, and they've been pretty good about not crossing over between assist trophies and regular players. I guess uh, if I was gonna guess one character, I'd say Min Min, the ramen dragon arm girl. That's yeah, that's a really good choice. My heart is set on Twintel, the the French one with the hair springs. Yeah, but... she rules, and I hope it, I wish it was her. But I, they said it was somebody with stretchy arms. And she has stretchy hair. She has stretchy hair. My, my other guess is Helix, the weird blobby <laughs> alien science project guy. Gross boy. Yeah. yeah. And I think my only oh, yeah. reasoning behind yeah, that Helix, is yeah. the last DLC pack, there's no weirdos. They're all pretty standard. I mean, I guess Banjo and Kazooie are kind of weirdos. But even then, they look like a bear and a bird. They Smash needs more weirdos. Yeah, I'd be happy with Helix. It's, yeah. He's got a strong design. He does. A strong weirdo design. Yeah, yeah. He would be almost like the Blanca of the DLC pack. Kinda. Yeah, I could see that. Or what if it'll be, uh, oh, what was his name? The end boss. Oh, I can't remember his oh, name. The, like the, the eagle theme guy. Yeah, the, the strong superhero guy. That would be a good one, too. I feel like there's a good chance it could be the ninja guy because he was a popular one. He was pretty popular. Yeah, that's true. He's, he was one of the the higher selected ones in matches, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, his his like special move or whatever was OK. Mm-hmm. OK, so hey, does, uh, moving. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Does Smash have a ninja? Sheik yes. Is as Sheik. Close as that. Sheik is a ninja. Greninja. Is a ninja. Oh, yeah. Greninja is a frog ninja. <laughs> we need Ryu Hayabusa for Ninja Gaiden. I agree. I, I Slash slash dead or, dead or alive. I yeah. bet you that's going to be one of the characters. I've just recently played a little bit of Ninja Gaiden 2 because it was on Game Pass. And that he would be so cool in Smash. He's got a oh, lot yeah. of weapons he could use and a lot of flippy jumps. It would be rad. That would be really cool. Yeah. All right, hey, um, tell me a little bit about Bravely Default 2. Uh, it's the third game in the Bravely Default franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, Bravely Second wasn't actually the second game. It was a continuation of the first game story, and this is a completely new JRPG uh, along the lines of an old Final Fantasy. Uh, That's basically the whole impetus behind Bravely Default is like, what if we made a Final Fantasy, but not like the new ones? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I remember playing Bravely Default 1 on the 3DS, and I remember liking the combat system and being okay with the graphics, but I hated the story with a passion, and <laughs> the ending was incredibly weak, I thought. 
Also, the main characters reminded me of pre- those precious moments children, and <laughs> that kind Which of they they do kind of look like precious moments children, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I liked all their different outfit changes though when you change their job class. Yeah, that was cool. That was a nice touch. But... There was a lot of really strong designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to pick up Bravely Default 2. Um, I would have to read. That's one I'm, as a wait and see kind of thing, because I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I probably will. Depends on if I'm in the mood for a JRPG when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've got uh, Dragon Quest 11. Is that what one it was? Yes. That I haven't, that I haven't even touched. Mm-hmm. So technically it's Samantha's copy of Dragon Quest 11, but still I could be playing it and I haven't touched it. <laughs> So uh, after that, we've got Ninjala, which just looks like Ninja Splatoon. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, it looks really cute, and it's it's something they showed off at E3 a, maybe a couple of years ago at this point. Yeah. And it looks like it's come a long way from there. Like, there it was just uh, kids blowing bubblegum and popping around in a, in a city. Mm-hmm. And now we've got all these different weapons and a lot of melee combat going on. And, I mean, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks pretty uh, it's cool. A little derivative of Splatoon. I like that it's free, so I'm in. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing to lose. I exactly. Didn't know it was free. Yeah, it looks like it's free, but a lot of the um, costumes and weapons and stuff are going to be pay DLC type deals, I guess. That's fair. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, uh, they are also porting a bunch of stuff over. Um, we're just going to run through them very quickly. So the 2K games, uh, Bioshock and Borderlands. And some, there was another one, too. There was a, there was oh, a third XCOM. one. XCOM, yeah. Which yeah. will be really, that'll be really fun on the Switch. That's a good pick up and play uh, strategy game. Yeah. So we have those. Uh, Saints Row Reelected, which is a, is it the Saint, the first Saints Row or what, what Saints no, Row it's, game? It's no, the latest one, I think. Or no, not it, the latest one. That's but Saints the, Row 4. Oh, yeah. it is? Okay. Where you're, pre- where you're the president? Yeah, yeah you're, you're elected president of the United <laughs> States, and it's hilarious. It's Grand Theft Auto where you're the superhero president of the United States. And also kind of a nasty boy. Yeah, also they have a gang leader, nasty boy. Yeah. <laughs> that it's, game is a lot. It's as dumb as it sounds, and it's tongue-in-cheek and hilarious, and it's, it's a great game. I played it back when it came out on Xbox back in the day. Yeah. I did too. And then there was the one where you went to hell. Yeah, uh, Gat Out of Hell. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the latest one. That was the last one they made. It was like a half game. It wasn't even really a full game. Yeah, it was like DLC. They decided to put it on a disc. It was like mm. it was like uh, 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 Far Cry uh, Blood Dragon. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. or New Dawn. Yeah. It's like we need to pad out our uh, release schedule. We need an injection of cash at about this time. So make half of a game and sell it like it was the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more of these ports. Uh, Jedi Knights Jedi Academy. I've never played this particular Star Wars game. I it have looks it. interesting. But I, it ha- neat. I played it way back in the day and I think I still have it on my computer. Mm hmm. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's uh, Kyle Katarn starting a uh, Jedi Academy. I remember playing I a lot. I have it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, 
I remember uh, playing a lot of multiplayer in it. But forget all that stuff. Star Wars Racer is going to be on on the Switch. Oh I love boy. that game. Heck now yeah. that's pod racing. It is, in fact, pod racing. <laughs> that is a pretty. That is a pretty wizard release. Uh, <laughs> it's so out of it's so out of left field that they're like, oh, also we put this dumb racing game we made twenty years ago. <laughs> uh, I hope they don't update any of the graphics. I st- I hope it still has weird <laughs> Nintendo sixty four blocky graphics, bad texture maps, and all. I can't wait to get yelled at by Sabalba. Yep. Sepulba's <laughs> ship, the only one that had weapons on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, seriously, it had uh, his ship had a buzzsaw on the side so that you can do extra damage if you ram into the side of their opponent's um, nice. pods. Everything else, all the other pods didn't have any kind of um, protective gear or weapons or anything. That sounds incredibly unbalanced. Oh, it was. Well, oh, yeah. Well, Sepulba <laughs> was a cheater. So. That's true. Yeah. Also, it was, was like uh, the odd job of that game where you're like, don't pick Sabalba. Nobody's allowed to be Sabalba. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Like the arcade game was great. Oh, it was. Back, I, ne- I never played the arcade. When, I just uh, played the, the 64. Was still a thing in Easton. Oh, yeah. They had, oh, they nice. had it. Oh, excellent. Very cool. Pod racing was the best thing that came out of the prequel trilogy. <laughs> that in memes about high ground. Well, yeah. <laughs> Darth Maul. I like Darth Maul. That's true. Darth Maul's pretty cool. Darth Maul's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And the and the hello there memes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like Obi Obi Wan's just a meme machine. Kinda, yeah, kinda a little bit. All right. Hey, what's uh what's uh Shinsekai Into the Depths about? Um, it looks like a, a post-apocalyptic Metroid that's underwater. Mm, mm-hmm. a, it's a Capcom game. They usually make pretty good ones. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's already available on Apple Arcade, and it's also, I guess it came out when they announced it for the Switch, so you could get it now if you wanted. Uh, it looked cool. It looked like a uh, wet Metroid. Well, <laughs> uh, yes and no. Like, you're the last human on Earth or whatever, and there's like a whole system of you have to balance your oxygen tanks and water pressure. Hmm. I actually got a lot of vibes of uh, SteamWorld Dig, which was a 3DS game. And also very Metroid-y, but v- with very. crafting and digging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good game, though. The SteamWorld games are great. They are very good. Yeah, I like them a lot. Okay, so we just have a couple more of these left to go, and uh, we have a couple minutes left to go. So uh, uh, Ring Fit Adventures getting a pretty uh, good-sized update. It's, ha- it's getting a... Um, a rhythm, a music rhythm game uh, mode, as well that as all a, the music is from other Nintendo games. Well, yeah, <laughs> that is kind of the catch, but it has Jump Up Superstar from Mario Odyssey. Yeah, and that's and that's a banger. So that's all you need. <laughs> yeah, just do that one over and over and over again. <laughs> and they're adding a jogging mode that takes out the the battles, the RPG battles, which that could be fun. Yeah, it almost plays like a platformer where you got to run in place. So yeah, that's a good idea. It's a good and it's a it's a free update, which is also very cool. Yeah, they talked a little bit about the Pokemon DLC. That's uh, the first part of it's going to be released sometime in June, I believe, is what they said. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and it's it still looks good. It looks like Pokemon. We were talking before the show that it we're not quite at. 
as excited for it now, I guess. But, you know. Yeah, the shines kind of come off that Pokemon game for some reason for me. And I don't know why, because it was a fine game. Yeah, it was it was good. I just yeah, I find myself having trouble going back to it to complete the decks and do the gameplay loop with catching and evolving and that stuff. But with this DLC, they're going to reintroduce a whole bunch of older things back into the game. And it has a weird Shaolin monk kind of aesthetic to it. So I don't know. Might be fun. Yeah, it might be the shot in the arm the game needs. Yeah. And uh, last thing we have here on the list for the Nintendo Mini Direct was a pack of board games. Yeah, uh, Clubhouse Games World something. 51 something something board game something. And it looks pretty neat, honestly. It's It's a cool package to have on your Switch to be able to just bust out chess or checkers or Mancala. Yeah. It has Mancala, it has uh, uh, Solitaire and Dominoes and like a, a bunch of different. It has what they called it. I forget what they called it. They didn't call it Yahtzee, but they called it Yacht Dice. <laughs> and it's just Yahtzee. But there were a couple of those where it's like the name of the game is a copywritten name or trademark name. So they had to call it something else. <laughs> like that they one don't stuck have out. Battleship, but they have boat fights. Boat fights. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it looks fun. I don't it depends on how much the pack is will cost. That'll... I think it's like 40 bucks. Oh, really? Which is a little steep. Yeah, that is a little steep. I mean, I guess that is still less than a dollar per game because there's 51 games in the pack. But for the amount of time you spend in it, I don't know if 40 is the right call. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Just the fact that you could lay your switch down on on a table and have checkers on there that you can play it's kind of it's kind of neat on its own it's, it's kind, kind of, of that novelty is cool yeah yeah i like that that is very cool you're right and that's it that's all for the uh, nintendo direct and as it turns out that is also the end of the show so uh, we'll go ahead and wrap things up here you've been listening to nerd overload thank you very much for tuning in you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Do you have social media? Uh, we know you do. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can call the show with your comments or questions. Cody, give the listeners something they can call in and talk to us about. Call in and tell us who you think the ARMS character that's going to be in Smash Brothers is. Here we go. <laughs> and that phone number, <laughs> that phone number is 586 372 8020. We're also on uh, various podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff at davidpencil.com. And finally, we have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverload now. If you like the show and you want to help support us, you can head over there and check out ways you can do that. So again, thank you all for tuning in this week, and we will be back next week. Pizza out remotely. <laughs> <laughs>